Hey y'all, hey. Welcome back to Such a Lady and I'm your host Siobhan. I guess that's my intro thing. Hey y'all, hey. So I believe this is episode six. I'm so excited. Um, Episode seven, here we come. Uh, We were, um, I was laughing because, you know, I was telling you all that my father had passed away and so now I stay with my mom and it's been a big adjustment and they have this alarm and at my house I had no alarm I mean I didn't have nothing nobody wanted to steal so I mean you know we was good over there but over here apparently (laughs) they are, are they have an alarm and so uh they we left to go to the store and I pressed instead of putting away I pressed I guess stay and so when we came back from the store, the alarm just started going off, going crazy. So I cut it off and I'm waiting on them to call because normally I remember when we were younger, when we had an alarm system, if so, if it went off, somebody would call, we would have to give the code and then they would be like, okay, everything's okay. Well, no one ever came. So I put up the groceries, made some candles, did a whole bunch of other stuff. And then me and my daughter were outside and she's like the police are pulling up and I'm like what for and she's like mama why would I know (laughs) and I'm like right why how would she know so the police get out the car and the lady's like well you know the alarm was going off and I'm like oh crap I forgot that it had been going off um and she was like well do you live here and I said just being honest ma'am I said Uh, I do now. I said, my dad passed away. And I said, so I'm here with my mom. She was like, well, do you have any um, ID with your address on it? And I was like, no. And she was like, well, did your mom have any identification with her address on it? And I'm like, no, because my mom has had several strokes. So she has an ID, but it's with the address that they stayed in prior to my dad moving here. So Um, I was like, oh crap, this lady's going to think that we're breaking in this house. And she was like, well, you know what? Everything looks good. Have a good day. And I was grateful that she left, but I was like, listen, if we was finna case this joint, baby, we just got permission from the police to get whatever we wanted. But, um, (laughs) I just thought that was funny that she was just like, okay. She was like, I ain't got time for this. She put a little mask up and head on about her way. I was like, okay, well, that's good. But I say that because speaking of police, um, it's funny how I'll pick a story and then something will coincide with that. And for me, that's just confirmation that that was the right story that I chose for the week. Um, uh, I actually do the research um, during the week and then I, you know, record the episodes. And so it's crazy how that was the one that I chose, the one that I'm going to be talking about this week. And then the police, because um, this was a situation that had police all over the place. Um, It happened in um, Greenlee, Colorado. And the girl that we're talking about, her name is Shauna. And she had a lot of stuff going on. Her name was Shauna Nelson. And she had way too much time on her hands. Like I'm tired just listening to some of the stuff that she had going on. Um, she had been a dispatcher for the like, police department for the last 15 years. And she met a guy named Ignacio. And I don't know if something about that name that is just so 
sexy to me. Like, I just keep saying it, Ignacio. It just kind of like rolls off your tongue. Say it, say it with me, y'all. Ignacio. Well, anyway, so Shauna and Ignacio um, started talking to each other. Um, he would call in, of course, to the dispatch center when stuff was wrong, if there was a 911 call. So they were in contact with each other. Um, and they would talk over the radio, and eventually it turned into them talking um, in person. And from her own statement, she stated that her and Ignacio were both going through troubled marriages and they needed each other. They were lonely and they were able to vent to each other because see Shauna had a husband and his name was Ken and he was on the police force as well. So she was the 911 dispatcher. Ignacio was a police officer and her husband Ken was a police officer. Ignacio was married and he was married to Heather. So all of y'all had stuff, y'all stuff to do. Heather had one kid with Ignacio and then Shauna had two children with her husband. So again, too much time on your hands. Y'all had stuff to do, soccer practice, whatever. But anyway, those so-called friendly relationships ended up turning into something more serious as far as them having sex. And that's why I say all the time, you know, yeah, it's possible for men and women to be friends. It is. But when you get to the point where you're sharing intimate details with them that you're not telling your mate, that's a form of cheating. And it's opening up the gateway for somebody else to come in. And that's exactly what happened. Their so-called venting sessions ended up turning into them having a full-blown relationship. And Shauna, although she had a husband, she was she, the elevator didn't go all the way to the top with that one right there because it was like she was possessive over him, even though she had her own family over here. And she would do things like call his wife and hang up, or like she would walk past her in the grocery store and she would like bump into her or call her like a fat cow and stuff like that. But she would never come out and say, oh, well, you know what? I'm sleeping with your husband. But she made it very, very uncomfortable. And Heather would ask um, Ignacio, hey, what's going on? Like, she's bumping into me. And apparently this wasn't a huge place because whenever something would get said, it wasn't hard for the next person to hear it. So it wasn't that many people that she wasn't going to find out that something was going on. And when she would ask her husband, he would tell her, no, I don't know why she's acting like that. She's just kind of like a mean person. Like that's what people say about her. And it, it just amazes me how quickly sometimes people can just lie that quick. You know, you're sleep, you're having a whole relationship with her. And the best thing that you can come up with is, yeah, she's just a mean girl. So, um, Heather, takes her husband's word for it. I mean, from everything that I could find out, they didn't have any previous marital problems. Things seemed to be going well for them. And there hadn't been any issues as far as infidelity before. So she believed her husband. And of course, she had every right to. Uh, Heather on the, I mean, Shauna on the other hand, wasn't okay with that. And she 
kept pushing. And I I don't know if she purposely tried to get pregnant, but she ended up getting pregnant. And the crazy thing about that was she knew that the baby could not have been her husband Ken's because he had a vasectomy. And so she knew that it had to have been Ignacio. So I don't know if they were just having unprotected sex or if something happened and there was a slip up. But when she called um, Ignacio and told him, hey, I'm pregnant, he said, no, like, we're not doing this. I'm not doing this. I don't want to have anything to do with it. So she went and she got a abortion. Now, although her husband never found out, you know, prior to everything happening that she got an abortion, he did find out that she was cheating and he found out all of the details. Like Shauna had a diary where she like kept all this stuff at and she left it on the table and her husband read it. And so not only did he find out about the affair, he found out like the little nasty details, the stuff that you probably don't want to know. Okay. It's one thing if you're cheating on me, but I don't want to know that, you know, she, you know, tied you up and put a blind. I don't want to know those details, but he got to experience that firsthand. And so he moved out. He was like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. And um, after that happened, I guess maybe in Shauna's mind, she felt like, okay, well, now I can be with Ignacio. And she continued the affair with him. And it was as if her main goal was to make sure that she got rid of Heather because if she could get rid of Heather, then her and Ignacio could be together because that was the only thing in her mind standing in the way of their happiness. So Ignacio is still over here hitting it. You know, he didn't got caught up before, bro. You didn't just got a pregnancy scare and, but you're still doing the same stuff. So sometimes you can't really feel sorry for people like when when is enough enough so he keeps messing with shauna and um she ends up getting pregnant again and when she gets pregnant again she calls him and she's like listen i'm having the baby and this time i'm keeping it and in my mind i'm thinking that she probably didn't have anything to lose at this point because her husband had already left her And so she probably, as some women do, not all women, thought that she could use the baby as leverage. But again, Ignacio was like, I'm not with it. I'm not, I'm not taking care of that baby. And so once she realized that he was serious about that, he, she went back to Ken and told him everything like, hey, listen, he doesn't want to be with me. He doesn't want anything to do with the kid. I don't believe in abortions. Ma'am, you just had one. But this is what she told her husband. And um, and Ken put on his cape and he came to save the day like he always did. And was like, okay, well, you know what? I'll be, I'll be the daddy. I'll sign the birth certificate. We'll let people think that this is our baby. But with it being a small town, even though he did those things, he signed the birth certificate, he claimed the child is his own. Everyone knew that Shauna and Ignacio, um, um, Ignacio were having an affair. And so they knew that the baby wasn't Ken's. And the rumors got back to Heather. And of course, again, She's like, okay, well, no, that's not true. He can't have a whole baby out here. No, no, I don't believe it. And from what 
Heather's sister said Heather was a pretty laid back person. She didn't like to cause waves. If there wasn't any proof there, she wasn't just going to keep going around accusing her husband of something. That just wasn't the person who she was. She was better than me. And I commend her because as soon as I think, as soon as I hear something, well, let's, let's, let's go to her house. Like, let's talk to her. Let's sit down at the Jada, where's the round table at? Let's get this taken care of. So she's better than me because I I got way too many questions. Um, But she let let it go. And it came to a head one night. They were sleeping. They went to bed. Heather and um, Ignacio went to bed. And she got up in the middle of the night. And I guess maybe that wasn't her regular routine. And when she got up, her husband wasn't there. And so she ended up calling him. And when she called him, he didn't answer the phone. So she called again and he answered the phone. And and she was like, you need to get here now. So when he got there, I guess maybe on his way home, he had a come to Jesus moment or something. I'm not sure. But when he got there, he told her everything. He told her that he had been cheating. He told her that that was the reason why she was bumping into her at the store and she was being so rude. He even went as far as to tell her that he had a baby with her. Um, They had a son together and it broke Heather's heart. Um, She had trusted him. She had given him the benefit of the doubt only to find out that this man had been lying to her for all this time. And so she left and she went and she stayed with her sister and she thought about it and she decided she wanted to fight for her marriage. She was like, listen, no, I'm not. I'm not bowing out gracefully. I'm going to fight for my marriage. I want it to work. And she got home and she laid down the law. She was like, listen, bro, it has to stop. It needs to be cut off and it needs to be cut off now. And so um, Ignacio wanting to save his marriage, maybe, who knows? I mean, that's what he said. He calls um, Shauna on the phone with Heather there. And he tells her, look, it's a it's a wrap. I'm done. We can't do this anymore. Um, my wife knows about it. You won. She knows about it. But you didn't get the outcome that you wanted because guess what? I'm still staying with my wife and I don't want to be with you. And he hung up the phone and Shauna was pissed. Like she was like, I don't understand. And in her own words, she said to me, it was more so the hurt. Like I had given this man three years of my life since she was married. Like why, how could you give this man three years of your life? But anyway, she was like, I had given this man three years of my life and I had given him a child and he broke up with me in 17 seconds on the phone with his wife there. So it sounded like it was more of a humiliation thing to me. Like, hey, listen, you could have handled this a different way. So she shot a text message back to the wife and she told her, hey, listen, here's a picture of the baby and this is Iggy's flesh and blood. Now, Iggy was um, Shauna's nickname for Ignacio. And when I looked at the documentary um, of Shauna telling her side of the story, she refers to him as Iggy all the time. She had the tattoo on her leg, and although she says she wasn't obsessed with him, ma'am, you're married, and you got this man's name tattooed on your leg. Something's not sounding right, and if it don't smell right, it just ain't right. Um, So she sent the letter to him. I mean, she sent the text message, and she was like, this is Iggy's um, flesh and blood. And then she sent a message to him saying, listen... I trusted you. I gave you everything that I had. 
You have no heart. My loyalty is gone. I loved you and trusted you and you played me. Be prepared. And that was it. Not she didn't say be prepared for what she just said, be prepared. And so after she said that, the family kind of got nervous, like, okay, well, you know, what is this crazy lady going to do? Because she was crazy. I mean, she was like we said, she was running up on her in the grocery store. At one point, she had actually came into their home. She walked in the house and was asking, where's Iggy at? Where's Iggy at? And he was upstairs asleep. And so um, um, Heather had company and the guests were like, who is this crazy lady? And so you got to be a bold person walking up in somebody's house asking, where's, you know, your, your lover at? Especially with the wife there. And Heather stated that she felt like sometimes she was the mistress. Like she felt like she was the person who did something wrong. And that has to suck as a wife. To feel like you're in a position that you didn't choose to be in. Um, I think that Shauna was wrong as two left shoes, two left feet. But I think that Iggy, look, now I didn't start calling him Iggy. Iggy played a huge part in that. Like it was kind of like he started the fire and then kept kept putting wood in, into it, letting it get bigger and bigger and then once the flame ignited it was kind of like well I don't know what happened how did it get so big but anyway so um Shauna kept sending Heather messages and she kept driving past the house and just basically stalking her harassing her and then like a week after all that happened she just stopped she stopped sending messages She stopped calling Ignacio. She just disappeared. And Heather and her sister um, were worried because they were like, listen, she's crazy. Why did she stop? And that's when you know something is wrong, when you're worried when the crazy stops. And so um, in one of the documentaries, um, documentations that I saw, she said that um, Heather's sister said that they were concerned that Shauna was going to slash her tires or something like that. But they weren't concerned that she was going to do anything big. They weren't concerned about that. You know, she had a husband over here with three kids now. She had stuff to lose. And so they just kind of took the precautions to make sure she was okay. They were cleaning out the garage so that she could put her car in there so that um, Shauna wouldn't slash Heather's tires or anything like that. Um, They were making little small precautions like walk from your job to, you know, your car with a group of people. Um, And that's what happened. And one night, Heather was walking from her job at the credit union with a group of friends to her car. And someone walked up to her and they said, hey, you ruined my life get on your knees. And Heather, I can only imagine how scared she must have been, got on her knees and she put her hands behind her head and Shauna shot her two times in the back of her head in front of people. Um, She walked out. Now I say Shauna, but at the time they didn't know who it was the person who did it had on a mask and they had on all black the witnesses said that the person who did it had on some very distinctive shoes and so um 
after they shot her, they they ended up calling 911. And of course, like I said, this is a, a group of police. So Shauna was a 911 dispatcher. Kent was a police officer. Um, Ignacio was a police officer. So the calls are coming in and Ken hears it on the radio and he's en route to go find his wife because on the radio they said they're looking for someone in a black mask, but they're also looking for someone in a green truck. And Ken knew he had a green truck. And so it just so happened that while Ken is going to the scene, he runs into his wife. And when he runs into his wife, he gets out the car and he's like, what are you doing? What did you do? And she's like, I just was on my way to the liquor store. Like, and I'm just thinking like, well played, sis, well played. Like if there's any excuse that you should use, the liquor store is exactly the one that you should use. Like, cause that was something that I would probably say, where are you headed to? To the liquor store. So Ken is like, what about the kids? The three kids, like the baby is at home. She left the kids there by her, by themselves while she went to get some liquor. She said that she had a headache and so she was going to take a bath, but she needed some wine to relax and she was going to run to the store real fast and hopefully get back before the kids even noticed she was gone. Ma'am, a whole murder just happened. So that didn't happen. Um, and so Ken leaves and he goes home with the kids. Um, and <laughs> Shauna stays on the scene with Ken's, um, his partner and she's talking to her and they tell her that someone else got shot. They didn't tell her that Heather got shot. They said someone else got shot. And so Shauna's like, I don't know why you all would think that I would do that, but hey, I'll come down to the station and I'll answer some questions because I know that I didn't shoot that person. And so she goes down to the station and when she gets down there, they confirm that it wasn't the person that she thought they got shot. It was actually Heather that got shot and they knew that she had been harassing her and they knew that she had been stalking her. And what's so funny about it is that listening to the interview, it sounded like they were two friends talking because the person interviewing her, it appeared that it was someone she knew. So she was like, Greg, you know, I wouldn't do anything like that. It was more of a friendly conversation than an interview. But while they were interviewing Shauna, the police were also still working and they found out some stuff. In that truck, they found a mask. And on the side of the road, they found those distinctive shoes that um, the witnesses saw. When they picked up Shauna, she didn't have on any shoes. So when the police sent that stuff off and it came back, the DNA showed that it was Shauna's DNA on there. And even after all that, she still denied that she had anything to do with it. Um, they tried to charge Ken with her murder, I mean, with accessory after the fact, because they couldn't find the gun. They found the mask, they found the um, the shoes, they found some more DNA, but they just couldn't find the murder weapon. And they think that Ken had something to do with it, but because they could never find it, and he said he didn't take it. And of course, you know, Shauna's over here saying, I didn't do it, so there's not a weapon for you to find. Then the police eventually had to let Ken go. But as for Shauna, even though they didn't have a weapon, they had enough evidence on her for them to charge her 
with first degree murder and she's going to be spending the rest of her life in jail. And to this day, she still claims that she did not shoot that woman. She's like, yeah, well, you all are saying that you saw a black mask, but the mask in my car is black, but it has red on the inside. Ma'am, come on now. Let's not get jiggy with the details. Like, why would you have a mask in your car on the same day that the woman that you want out of the picture is gone? And I feel so bad for Heather because she just trusted her husband. And that's just the crazy part. Like, when we talk about these women who do the toxic things, the toxic things they do for love, when there are other people involved, they don't realize that those lives are being affected too. I mean, yeah. Shauna is spending the rest of her life in jail, but Heather is not here anymore. And her children aren't going to be able to see their mom again. They're going to have to get married and not be able to have her help them pick out their their wedding stuff. Like all of that stuff behind a, a man that did not belong to you. Had you stayed in your house and kept your area clean, then you wouldn't even be in this situation. And so that that that's so crazy. We just have to be mindful that sometimes those innocent conversations can lead to things that will change our lives forever and we can't ever take them back. So thanks for checking out this episode. I look forward to um, talking to you all next week. Hopefully we're back on our regularly scheduled program. Um, all right, guys, have a good one.